What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature. So, as always, I always like to make this clear and say that this, these are for entertainment purposes only and to only take anything that I say with a grain of salt because I am not in your life, I am not in your shoes, and I believe in your ability to be your own person. Sorry about that. And to make your own conclusions. And, as always, we're just going to be doing a heart-to-heart for this season. So, in today's heart-to-heart, I just kind of want to give you a little kind of distraction from your everyday. And kind of speak to you from my soul and just tell you certain things about, you know, just certain things. If you're the type of person who... I guess is really in your head or who's very stuck in I want to say the best word that I can describe being stuck would feel like is to feel like you're just sad all the time and you can't really I don't want to say that you can't get yourself out of it because that's not true but at least you feel that way you feel like even when you try to be happy, it just doesn't work for you or anything of that nature. I just want to sit down and tell you a little piece of why I think you feel that way. Not necessarily that it's true or I'm not trying to make you feel like shit or anything of that nature. I'm just trying to get you to understand that you feeling like that is kind of natural. And it's something that you can kind of, uh, I don't want to say work on. Because I feel like that means that you have to put in some type of effort, which is not true. Because in my opinion, just being happy is kind of like switching your mood like a light switch. And it's something that you should be able to do, even if people are like, well, one second you were sad and the next you're happy. Like, it's just a lot of different things. And so the main thing that I want to point out is that when you feel very stressed all the time or sad all the time you kind of I don't want to say that you blame other people because that's not what I was getting to but it's what wanted to come out but that's something that I do a lot so I know that if I do it a lot of people other people do the same thing and something that I learned from basically trying to overcome my sadness every day that I can is basically taking accountability for the way that I feel, even though I like to blame outside circumstances. Like if I'm like, well, I don't have a car right now, so that's why I feel like shit. But that shouldn't really be a factor in the way that I feel, just because that's something that comes and goes. You feel me? Like I might not have a car right now, but in the future I'll probably have a car. So it's not that big of a deal. But to me in this moment, that is a big deal because I feel it is a big deal. And so there's a lot of outside things that we kind of have a tendency to blame that isn't necessarily all our fault, you feel me? Like, it's just we want to have a reason to feel the way that we feel, especially if we're not in control of how we feel. And it's not a bad thing to not be in control of your feelings, especially if you feel this never-ending loop of sadness or this never-ending loop of guilt or this never-ending loop of anger or this never-ending loop of whatever you feel because sometimes we just go through life on this autopilot mode and we forget to turn that off 
and because we forget to turn that off we forget how to turn it off so it kind of overtakes us and we come into this state of existence where we're not in control as much as we think we're in control of our feelings and it's also 12 12 which i think is kind of trippy because i'm talking about this and when i was a kid i used to be i hold on i'm discombobulated i used to be a master at being able to just feel good no matter what situation no matter what circumstance no matter what happened to me no matter what happened in my family no matter whatever situation I was just that happy kid and I think I stopped being that happy kid when I started hanging around really depressed people and trying to like basically fix them because that was my mentality at the time which is very immature because you can't fix people and I kind of realize that now and I don't blame myself for what I did but I also don't look at myself as a bad person because that just makes you feel even worse you feel me and I used to really look at all the mistakes that I used to make and all the mistakes that I currently make and when I say mistakes I make a lot you feel me like financially emotionally relationship wise decision wise day to day wise like even to this day you make decisions which you know naturally you make some decisions that you feel are mistakes when in reality there's no such thing as mistake it's just what came out of the decision that you made even if you feel it was the wrong one and so I kind of learned to like cut myself some slack and I think that's like one of the biggest pieces of advice that I'd give anybody who feels like this constant loop of whatever they're feeling just give yourself a break because I feel like I live my life with a fucking stick up my ass because I'm so freaking and when I looked at my phone it said 555 I live like I have a stick up my ass because I'm so, so, so fucking uptight and I like things to be a certain way and I like that, you know, certain people kind of know things about me without me having to say them. I like that some people can infer when I'm pissed off so they leave me alone. I like that some people kind of, they care about me more than most people and I'm just kind of like too... I expect too much out of life and so I have a stick up my ass because I expect too much out of life when life is just whatever it is and I always said when I was in school and I was like this really happy bubbly person before I started hanging out with a bunch of depressed people that kind of got me into that loop of like autopilot I was I literally just used to say it is what it is even when shit hit the fan in my life like when my grandpa and my aunt died like back to back I was like it is what it is you feel me like there's nothing I can do I wasn't super duper close with either of these people so I don't have any I don't want to say I don't have any extra feelings to spare because it's not about feelings it's about compassion and compassion for the people that you lose and the people that those people also lose you feel me like I didn't just lose a grandpa my dad lost a dad and my dad siblings lost a father you feel me like it's it's something that is tragic but at the end of the day I can't change search the circumstances so I kind of learned to accept life for what it is even if at that moment in time it's absolute dog shit and I think that helped a lot it helped me a lot to just accept that things are gonna be shitty for a while before they get good and even when they're good they'll eventually get shitty and it'll always be that continuous loop of it'll be good and then it'll be shitty and then it'll be shitty but then it'll be good 
and that's life that's why you you know live like you live in order to see the roller coaster of life not to necessarily feel and be on the roller coaster but to enjoy the ride you feel me like it's not about how you feel going up or how you feel going down it's about the whole thing and you have to really look at the bigger picture is something that i've come to the conclusion of is that i'm really unhappy when i'm focusing on what i have to do today what do i what are my responsibilities for today what are my responsibilities for this week what are my responsibilities for this month and instead of looking at life through this lens of like what do i have to get done what am i piling on my plate right now what is what am I trying to accomplish? What is this? 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 Making a list and making sure that I get everything off this list. And instead of living to that extent of stress or that extent of purposefulness, I kind of learned to basically be responsible without having responsibilities. You feel me? Like, I chose to not have kids and I chose to watch my life and I chose to not go to college and I chose to work a minimum wage job because I felt like that's something that I could handle. And that's what I mean by like not living too responsibly because some people will kill themselves in making sure that their life is correct, right, in society's eyes, because even when you have a college degree, even when you have a significant other to pay half of your bills, or to watch your kids, or to parent, co-parent with you, there's still going to be situations and circumstances where that goes wrong. And if I know that I can't handle being in a relationship right now, then I won't get, I won't just jump into one. You feel me? And I feel like that has helped me a lot. And it's also, it's kind of like being responsible, right? Because I'm being responsible and selfish, both at the same time. Like, if you looked at it from the outside, you'd be like, wow, you don't want kids. Like, that's so selfish. The world needs this and this, and the world's population is going down and whoop-de-whoop. But in me, in my situation, that's a good thing. You feel me? Like, I don't have to worry about feeding another mouth. I don't have to worry about hospital bills. I don't have to worry about picking up my kids from school and shit like that and enlisting them in school and shit like that. And I also didn't go to like real, real, real... I've been to college, but it's not like universities, right? So I didn't enlist into universities just because I knew that I wouldn't be able to handle that stress. And not in the sense of that like it's too much responsibility and I can't do it and I don't believe that I can do it because I believe that if I really, really wanted to, I would be able to do it. It's just something, it's not something that I want to do and I'm not going to put myself through extra stress to be financially stable or financially successful or successful in other people's eyes over what I see myself doing. You feel me? Like I didn't want to go to college and I wasn't going to put myself through college just to please other people and be like, yeah, I have a degree. Or just to go to an, a 9 to 5 that pays me really well and be like, well, at least I don't have to bust my ass at, you know, McDonald's or whatever. You feel me? And I kind of live my life for myself, which in a way it is selfish, but in a way it's very manageable because you're not really tripping 
on what your mom thinks, on what your dad thinks, on what your sister, your brother, or your kids, or your grandpa, or your grandma, or your pets, or whatever the fuck, you feel me? Like, whatever you think gives a fuck about what you're doing. And that's another thing that I would stress. Sometimes you have to be selfish, because some people don't treat you as an equal. They might not have to treat you like an equal, but a lot of people just don't treat you like an equal, and there's no need to put yourself through an extra layer of stress when people are already treating you like shit or if your life is already not quotation marks not stable or you're living paycheck to paycheck you're already doing what in society's mind is is the worst thing you feel me so i learned to not trip on the situation that you put yourself in or the choices that you make or the mistakes that you make because it's inevitable to make those and you're always going to be at the bottom stage of your life even if you're the most successful person. You're always going to feel like you're not there yet because in life, it's not about being there. It's about living. And sometimes we forget that fact. Like, I am one of those people who definitely, definitely, definitely forgets to enjoy my youth, who definitely forgets to enjoy the fact that I don't have fucking kids, that sometimes doesn't get to enjoy you know, life in general, just because of the amount of stress I put on myself to be financially stable, successful, have everything I need to have, but I'm not going to have it figured out right then and there, even if I want to have it figured out. And the fact that I want to have it figured out means that I'm doing good. You feel me? Like mentally, I'm at a place where I want to succeed and I want to do good and I want to do better. And to me, that's already enough. You feel me? And A lot of people, they don't cut themselves slack. And like I said, I live with a stick up my ass all the time. Like I meet to everybody who's in my reality just because I'm like, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. And I'm very, very, very uptight. So it's something that I don't really have. I don't want to say like a grip on because I do have a grip on it and I can check myself. It's just that I don't because I don't feel like I need to care about that so much because those people also don't care about it as much, if that makes sense. Like... When I, I don't know if I, what the best example to give would be, but like, me having a stick up my ass doesn't hurt anybody, right? And me being a bitch, it might hurt some people's feelings, but at the end of the day, it's not like I'm fucking stabbing people. And I feel like that's something that I am currently working on to do better, but it's something that I'm also cutting myself slack on because I'm only 23 and I'm not going to have everything figured out right then and there. Like I said, I might want to be a better person every single day, but that doesn't mean that it's going to happen the way that I plan it to. And I have to cut myself slack because I have a stick up my ass when it comes to things not going the way that I want it to go. You feel me? Like if I want to do better and I'm not doing better, then I beat myself up because I'm not where I want to be yet, but where I want to be is an idea. And until that idea can firmly sit on the ground and not just like sit on the ground and then jump back up and then sit on the ground and then jump back off, you know, the ground because I don't have a good grip on it yet. I'm not going to beat myself up because I'm still learning. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's helped me get out of the loop of like, feeling like miserable just because I realized that you know I'm not gonna have everything figured out right then and there and I need to cut myself some slack because the fact that I want to be a better person the fact that I want to grow says a lot about my character and it says a lot about where I'm gonna end up 
You feel me? And it's not about where I end up. It's about how I take this process, how I deal with this process of being financially stable or having the dream relationship or having the dream kids, having the dream life. It's all about the process. And as stupid and cheesy as that is, or as cheesy as that sounds, it's the truth. And a lot of people forget that that's truth. You feel me? Like a lot of people are like, no, the goal of life is to be successful. The goal is this. The goal is this. The goal is this. You're gonna, you're obviously gonna have your own conclusions, and you're gonna make up your own mind, and you're gonna do what you think is best. Which is why I always say these are for entertainment purposes only, because you're gonna assume that whatever you think in your mind is correct, just like how I think. I have everything figured out, even though I'm still learning, and even though I'm in the process of making mistakes, learning from those, making mistakes, learning from those, making mistakes, learning from those, because that's really what it is. It's kind of like life is like a big pile of laundry. You feel me? Like you're not just going to get rid of all your dirty clothes after one wash because you wear them again and then you take them off and they're dirty again and you wash them, wear them. And it's just a cycle of rinse, you know, Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. And you kind of do that until you come to a a point where you're like, well, these are really washed and these are kind of worn out. Maybe I should get some new ones. And it's always a cycle. Like, you're not ever done with growing. You're not ever done with learning. You're not ever done with life in general. Just because you could be the most financially stable person in the world. Just look at what happened to Kanye. Kanye was one of the wealthiest people, or the wealthiest celebrities in the U.S. And actually, I want to scratch that because that's not true. He's not in, like, the top tier, but he was extremely wealthy and then lost everything. And obviously not lost everything, everything, but he did go down a significant amount. And after being at a high level of, you know, whatever amount of money he was making to just drop out of nowhere... I bet you that that scared the fuck out of him because he's human and he has feelings and he has emotions and he goes through things just like everybody else. So in my mind, you could be the most successful person and still fall off. So it doesn't really matter about whether you have the dream car, whether you have the dream life, whether you have the nice family picket fence and the dog. It doesn't matter whether you have the most perfect person in the world. And... We forget that it's about the process of stuff because we want things to be right then and there. Especially if you're impatient, like, I'm mad impatient. And so when I feel like shit, I want that feeling to be over right then and there. But I forget that the the process of getting to feel better is in its own way an adventure. Like, if you feel like shit and one of your friends calls you and they're like, hey, why do you feel like shit? Let me tell you all the things that went down in my life. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about that. You end up talking on the phone with somebody that you actually really care about. Or if you don't do that, or if you watch YouTube videos to make yourself feel better, then you watching this person and this person making you feel better, that's the journey that you experience because that's the journey you want to experience. And when you're caught in this loop of like, just not learning or not being able to feel good all the time, which is kind of 
I don't want to say that it's impossible, but in a way, it feels impossible to everybody. Just because, let's say you work a 9 to 5. People at your job are going to piss you off. People are going to try to get under your skin. There's some people who physically try to anger you. And there's people who physically try to make you feel like garbage. Which you can't avoid because that's, you know, that's life. That's kind of how some people just are. And you can't avoid that. And that's the only reason that I say that it's close to impossible. Just because there is going to be some times where... People annoy the fuck out of you and you're going to want to punch them in the face. But you just learn to be like, well, the fact that I want to punch you in the face and then I don't makes me feel a lot better because, you know, I could have done something, but I didn't. And the fact that I didn't was the journey that I took myself on to make myself feel better about my circumstances. And now I'm back to feeling good because I did something good without you even knowing, without me having to tell you what I did, because I don't have to explain to you why I feel good. And that whole process of falling off of it and then getting back up, falling down and then getting back up, is a rewarding process when you learn how to not be scared of feeling low. You feel me? Like, you have to not be scared of feeling sad. You have to not be scared of feeling angry. You have to not be scared of feeling grief or feeling guilty or feeling some type of negative emotion because that's going to happen. But when it happens, it's fun to get back up. And the process of getting back up or whatever you want to call it, that process is rewarding because once you get out of feeling like shit, you're like, wow, I did that shit. That was all me. And then you have another reason to feel good. Because you're like, I did that shit. It was for nobody else but me. Call me selfish all you want, but I feel good. And if you want to try to bring me down, it says a lot about how you haven't mastered the art of falling and getting back up. You haven't mastered the art of self. The art of self is to fall, to bust your ass, to get hurt, and be able to be like, you know what? I'm a tough son of a bitch. I should feel good about myself. And this is why I feel good about myself. Because people kick me in the shins and look at me now, bitch. I don't give a fuck. And I don't have to have a name. I don't have to have a degree. I don't have to have the best wife or husband. I don't have to have the whole white uh, white picket fence with the dog or the cat. I live my dream life internally. And because I live internally... It means that I always have a reason to feel good. And if I'm always happy, there's no need for me to be rich. There's no need for me to have money. There's no need for me to have the white picket fence. There's no need for all of these things. But it is an added bonus. And with my positive attitude, a lot of people are going to enjoy being around me. Nobody likes to be around a Debbie Downer. You feel me? Like, I used to have this one friend who would literally leave... Because in his mind, he was so sad that if he was around other people, he would bring the mood down. And he said, well, I don't want to bring your guys' mood down. So he would leave. And in him leaving, he would bring the mood down. Because he was a buzzkill. And nobody likes a buzzkill. You feel me? And the only people who are buzzkills are people who feel like shit. Because when you feel good, everybody's like, yeah, I want to be around you. You're the life of the party. And so you attract really good things just from being positive all the time. And when you're able to see the positives of your everyday situations, like when you burn yourself and you're like, oh my god, that shit fucking hurt. But look at me. 
I didn't die though. I didn't fucking sit here cry about it. I didn't sit here whining about it when my parents told me this. I didn't sit here cry about it when my siblings told me this. I didn't sit here cry about it when my dog bit me. I didn't sit here cry about it because it's my dog and it hurt my feelings. I moved on and the fact that I moved on tells a lot about my character and tells a lot about my maturity and I should be proud to call myself by my name. You feel me? And you always have a reason to feel good when you are truly being compassionate with yourself. And I think that people who say that the reason that they can't love other people is because they don't know how to love, I think that's bullshit because you every single relationship starts with you and even if you say that you don't love yourself you do to an extent you feel me you do to a certain degree because if you truly didn't you wouldn't feel the things you feel you feel me like if you really didn't care about yourself you wouldn't feel sad because you'd be like well who the fuck cares what happens to me you feel me you'd have like a fuck it attitude you'd have this attitude where you're just numb all the time and for people who are like actually that type of person where they're just numb all the time, that's a different story. And even then, you have to love yourself enough to be numb in the first place. And it's all like, I just don't really believe in the whole, I don't really love myself bullshit because I feel like that's just a way for you to be like, oh my god, feel bad for me, when you feel me like it's just people trying to get sympathy. Because they're like, well, I don't really love myself. And some people truly don't understand that they're not truly embodying the idea of loving themselves. Because when you don't embody the idea of loving yourself, you get trapped in these loops. You get trapped in these cycles of, I want to make this person feel like shit. I'm going to manipulate them. And it's going to work because they don't know themselves. Because they have not art. They don't They haven't mastered the art of themselves and the art of themselves is loving themselves enough to have compassion for life enough to have compassion for every single person that they see because at the end of the day it's not about them it's about their life their own personal day-to-day and it's not about these other people that come in and that they come out and so I don't know. That's just, like, I'm just throwing that up there. I just had that idea earlier when I was washing dishes at work. I was like, you know what? I don't believe people when they say, the reason I can't love you is because I don't know how to love myself. When? I'm like, bullshit. That's complete and utter bullshit because you do know how to love. It's just that you choose not to. And when you choose not to love somebody, it says a lot about you because it's not about... Whether you love this person with the condition of, oh, well, they don't scratch my back when I get home from work and I have stressful days. Or they don't care about me enough to be toxic with me. Or they don't care enough about me to be healthy with me. They don't care enough. And that's a condition. And when you can love people without any conditions, it says a lot about you because you know how to love And for people who swear they don't know how to love, it's like, no, you do know how to love. You're just choosing not to. And I'm not going to sit here and be fucking played by your shenanigans because I can see through you. And it's like you're not real because in my reality, the only person I have to really truly watch out for is my damn self. Unless I have kids that I watch out for my kids too. But if I'm not a mom... Or if I'm not a dad, 
I'm only watching out for myself. So you can politely fuck off. <laughs> and I'm having compassion for myself in the moment that I'm not going to take your manipulative bullshit. But I'm also not going to sit here and key your fucking car like that one country song. <laughs> you feel me? So that's another thing that I was saying about today that I really wanted to talk about on the podcast today. Because I'm like, I don't believe that shit. I was listening to some music earlier. You know, while I was washing dishes, and one of them was like, I never had somebody to love, so I don't know what love is, and that's probably why I don't know how to love you. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. That's what fuckboys say to get away with playing your ass. That's what girls get away with saying to just go fuck your friends, and to not truly love you because they don't care about you. That's what people say when they don't care about you. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Because if you really care about somebody, you're going to be honest with them and be like, yeah, I actually just don't like you like that. And I was just trying to fuck. But you could just be honest with people. Because I feel like most people respect honesty. At least every single person I've ever interacted with, they respected my honesty. And honesty has got me so fucking far. In so many goddamn places. I used to be stupid honest even at work interviews, I'd be like, yeah, I have no work experience in this field, but I'll tell you what, I am a hard worker, I'm a fast learner, and I will be busting my ass, and I don't lie, because lying is a waste of my fucking time. I only have, like, a minute on Earth's time, you feel me? Like, my life might be 50 years, 90 years, 30 years, I don't fucking know, and that shit's gonna go in a blink of a fucking eye, so why am I gonna waste my time? I'm not doing that. Therefore, I'm not lying to you. Therefore, fuck off with anything of accusing me of lying. Because if you really think I'm lying, then why are you still here? You feel me? Anyways, this got very out of topic. I'm very... I just ended up ranting. (laughs) Anyway, I hope that you have a good day, a good night, whenever you're listening. And as always, take these with a grain of salt. Because I'm not in your life. I'm not in your shoes. I'm just giving you my point of view on my life. And just speaking to you from what I have felt and what I'm learning. Because obviously every day I'm going to evolve. And so I might not have the same opinions in a year or even a week or even a month or even a day. So yeah, I hope that you enjoy growing with me, my babies, because I enjoy growing in general. And growing with you is something that I obviously enjoy or else I wouldn't be doing these podcasts. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. I hope they have a good day, good night, like I said, whenever you're listening. And I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.